When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Tyler with 3D Printing Basics. I just wanted to let you know if you are interested in hearing this episode ad-free with no fluff, no nothing, just the information that you're looking for, please check me out on my Patreon page. I'm going to drop a link down in the show notes below. Again, if you want to listen to this episode with no ads and all my other episodes with no ads, please be sure to check out my Patreon page. It would really help support me and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hello, and welcome back to 3D Printing Basics. This is episode number 21, and in this episode, I'm going to be going over maintenance on a 3D printer. I'm going to be touching on why it's so important. I'm going to talk about some of the things that I do to maintain my, th- my 3D printers to make sure that they are all running up to par, and I'm also going to be going over how often you should be keeping up maintenance on your printer. Before we get into that, I would just like to say a little something. We have reached 55 star reviews on Spotify. And if you have been following me on my Instagram, I have purchased the Ender 3 printer for myself. It has arrived. I'm going to be assembling it soon. And I'm going to be documenting the entire process and my experience with it on my Instagram. I have a link in the show notes that directs you to my Instagram. There's already quite a few people who have followed me and have enjoyed the content that I've posted so far, but I'm really excited to get into it and sort of touch back into my roots with this Ender 3. Also, just because we've reached 55 star reviews, I would like to make sure you remember the other milestone we have at 100 five star reviews. We are already well on our way to that number, but once we hit that number, I'm going to be giving away a Sovel SVO6 printer to one of my listeners. I'm very, very excited for that. So let's keep the reviews coming, and I appreciate all the support. Okay, so to start off, I would like to talk about why it's so important to keep up maintenance on our 3D printers. And our printers are just like any other piece of machinery. If you neglect them, the parts will start to wear down and break, causing the machine not to perform up to par. If you leave a 3D printer just sitting around, if you use it without doing anything to it, without lubricating anything, without cleaning anything, it's not going to work as good as when you first got it. You absolutely have to keep up maintenance on this machine because there are so many moving parts and everything is so precise. You just have to have everything in tune and you have to have everything lubricated properly and you you have to take really good care of these machines in order for them to perform up to task okay and the next question that i'm going to be answering is how often we should be doing maintenance and honestly that depends it depends a lot on how often you use machine for example if you use it every day or if you use it just once a week the schedule that I like to do for some different parts, because it also depends on what parts you're maintaining. If you're, if you just need to lubricate the the linear rods, that's a once a month thing. If you need to change out extruders, that might be a once a year thing. So 
It just depends on what needs to be done and what parts you are referring to when you're asking yourself that question. But don't worry because I'm going to talk all about that. I'm going to get into it myself. So the first thing I want to talk about is for any printer that doesn't use linear rods, it just uses the V wheels inside the aluminum extrusion like an Ender 3 printer does. And one important factor of maintenance on these kinds of machines is to make sure you're cleaning out the extrusion for the V groove wheels. In my experience, no matter how tight or loose you have these wheels, they are always going to rub against the extrusion. And as they run along this extrusion, it creates this weird kind of dust that flakes off of these rubber wheels and gets all in the gets all in the extrusion and gets all over the printer and it kind of sticks to the to the metal extrusion. So just be sure that you're cleaning that out pretty often. I would say maybe once or twice a week if you're not once or twice a week, once every two weeks, maybe two or three weeks if you're running it every day. If you're running it less than that, then it can be a once a month thing. But that's something that I found very annoying to deal with and something that you definitely have to keep a lookout for because if you leave it long enough without cleaning that dust up, it's just going to accumulate and then eventually it'll start falling down from the Z rail. It'll start falling down onto your prints and inside your print bed. And that's just something that nobody wants. All right, and the number two thing I want to talk about is if you have a printer that does have linear rods and rails, linear rods or rails, and that is going to be to make sure you clean and you oil these rods. These rods and bearings are the foundation of these 3D printers for most of them that are made nowadays. The tool head runs along them or the bed runs along them, and it's back and forth all the time. As long as the printer is running, these things are going to be moving and the bearings are going to be running along these rods. So it's very, very important, important that we, it's very important that we have these things properly lubricated and also have them clean because it's very, very easy for dust to build up and to stick to the oil that's on these rods. And when the tool head starts moving back and forth, the bearings will sort of push the dust off to the side and it'll turn into a little a little ball of mixed up dust and oil and it's just super gross. So be sure you clean your clean your rods. I would do that once a month maybe and make sure you oil them once a month too just to make sure that they keep running right and so that you're not running on dry metal rods because that can scratch the rods, it can dent the rods, it can throw them out of alignment and that can cause a ton of problems for your printer. All right, next I want to talk about something that is specific to Bamboo Lab printers, and that is talking about the X carbon rails that are on these printers. So in case you don't have one, these printers are mostly metal stainless steel linear rails, or linear rods, excuse me, they're not rails, they're rods. But for the X-axis, it's actually the tool head runs on two carbon rails, not rails, again, it's rods, goodness gracious, excuse me. It runs on rods and these rods, the reason they did this is because they wanted to keep the tool head and the, the hot end as light as possible so that it can move as fast as possible with the least amount of vibrations. With that being said, these are not something that you need to lubricate, but you do need to clean them with denatured alcohol or isopropyl alcohol. It's very, very important that you clean these quite a bit because of how much this thing moves because it's so fast. It has a lot more movement than say an Ender 3, a slower type printer. So it's very important to make sure that you clean those rods a lot pretty often. I would say maybe once every couple of weeks and make sure that there's nothing on them because if 
they get something caught up in them, it's not going to turn out good because it moves around so much you're almost sure to scratch or dent these rods. Next thing I want to talk about applies to, I would say, pretty much every 3D printer that us beginners are going to go with, and that is to make sure that the Z-axis threaded rods are properly greased. So almost every single printer nowadays, either the, either the hot end or the bed is going to go up and down on these linear screws that are threaded rods that move either, like I said, either the build plate or the hot end up and down. And these things don't take oil, they use grease. I think you would notice if almost every single printer you get, if they have these, you'll get little packets of little grease that comes with every printer and it's for specifically this purpose. These linear screws need to be greased and they need to be greased pretty often. I would say I have an X1 Carbon and so it will tell me when it needs maintenance. And it told me after I think three weeks that the linear Z screws needed to be lubricated. So if you have something, which you almost certainly do, if you have a printer that has these linear screws in them, make sure you're lubricating them with grease a lot. That's something that I neglected on my old printers and it really, I, I paid the price for it because what it did was it actually threw them out of alignment because it, the, the hot end ran on two Z screws and one of them ended up being higher than the other one because I left them unlubricated for so long. And that caused a big problem because it was unable to print level anymore. And so I was having tons of problems printing and it took me a while to figure it out until I had realized that I hadn't greased up the screws since I bought the printer. So please be sure that you are doing that. And that is definitely going to be something that you are going to want to do probably once a month. All right. Number five for me is to check the bed for flatness. I know this isn't technically maintenance of your printer, but I do want to include it in here because I think it's something that needs to be checked quite a few times, especially if you're having problems with uh, first layer adhesion for your prints. Check to make sure your bed is flat. Especially the bigger the bed you get, the, the more chance it has to warp, especially with some of the cheaper printers out there. I just had somebody email me a little while ago. He was asking about, he was having some real first layer bed problems. And I thought for sure it was the, it was that the bed was not level because he had a Neptune 4 Pro or a Neptune 4 Plus. I can't remember which one, but uh, just a big old printer was massive. Thankfully, it wasn't that problem because that would have been a real pain in the butt for him to try and fix that. But make sure you're checking the flatness of your printer. That was the problem with my first Ender 3 printer that I ever got. The bed was not level, and so I couldn't, I just couldn't level it. Even if I tried to level all the corners, it dipped down in the middle, so it would almost never print right. And that just, that Ender 3 got so little successful prints out of it because of how the bed was warped. All right, so for number six, I this is one you have to do less often, but in my opinion, it's one of the most important because if this is something that you miss, then it's going to be a really big problem. So for this one, you're going to need, I'm going to want you to periodically check the hot end assembly, check the extruder gear, the filament sensor, the hot end, make sure nothing is worn down over time. This is going to be something you're going to want to do every six months, maybe eight months, maybe a year. But just overall, check every part of your printer that has filament in it or is doing any printing because these things don't run forever. They're made to run for a long time, but they don't run forever. So 
it's just going to be tough on these printers, especially if you're running them a lot. And these things will wear down and they won't work as well. And especially for something like if your extruder gear is worn down, your motor is going to start skipping steps and then you're going to have inconsistent layers. You're going to have layer skipping. And if you have a hot end assembly that's worn down, like after running abrasives, if you've run abrasives for a long time, your nozzle might have opened up a little bit because the abrasives act like sandpaper on the, on the nozzle. Make sure you're checking that. Just overall, just check that every six to eight months and maybe even consider replacing it, even if it doesn't look like there's any signs of wear, because those are the parts of this printer that get worn down the most, especially if you're running things like abrasives or TPU or something that requires a lot of strain on these parts. And I would replace them just because dealing with the hassle of an extruder going out, this is something that I just dealt with probably two weeks ago. It is not a fun process to have to deal with cleaning out the extruder, getting the stuck and grinded filament out of there. So the thing that I adopted after this is I'm going to be replacing extruders every 10 months to 12 months. And that is just going to be so I don't have to deal with what I just dealt with two weeks ago because that was probably a solid week of trying to figure out what was wrong, nothing working. And then I ended up buying a whole new extruder and replacing the whole thing. And speaking of tools, something I wanted to check back on because I forgot was when you're cleaning and oiling the linear rods and rails, you got to watch the kind of oil you use. You can't just use any WD-40 because that oil is not meant for long lasting stuff. The oil that I use, I'm going to link it down in the show notes. It's a special kind of sewing machine oil and what that is is a little thicker than wd-40 oil and it lasts longer so you won't have to oil it up as much on one of the printers that i had at my old work i used wd-40 and i had to oil it up probably every one to two days because the oil is so thin the printer just uses it up and dries it out almost immediately so be sure to use a special kind of oil and for the grease if you're not using the grease that you're manufacturer sent you that manufactured the printer please be sure that you are doing something that is at least okay do some research maybe check in with some people who own your printer you can't just use any old grease on that okay i'm gonna link the, everything that i use for maintenance down in the description below but other than that i think that's all i have for you today i appreciate you listening in please be sure to like follow and rate this podcast five stars I know this one's a little bit shorter than the last few ones we've done. I've been super busy this week. I apologize. I'm going to be back on the hump next week. I'm trying to work some things out, but I'm hoping to bring you nice long episodes next week. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything you may need, and I'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.